Nidarm Perk Aleph, Mishnah Gimel, 1, 3, and more um, cases where we're using Hatfasa. We are making Asur um, as if it were something else, which essentially is a, is a Korban. Now, the rule that's governing this Mishnah is, the principle is that Stam Nidarm Lahachmir. If a person makes it in there, there, and it can be interpreted either in a way that should be binding or should not be binding. So the rule is Lahachmir, we assume that it's binding. We make it binding because we assume that if a person's making some commitment, so obviously he means it to do something, he, he intends it to be meaningful. And therefore, um, although he doesn't explicitly say, like, this thing is forbidden to me, if he says, it is to me, and he, it's something that's essentially like a korban, or ambiguously, ambiguously, but which could be interpreted as like a korban, so then we assume that he meant it's forbidden to him like a korban, and it becomes forbidden. So, here is the... The cases. The first case is Haomer. If a person says he directs this to his his friend or whatever, you know, his counterpart, another person, and he says Lo Chulin Lo Ochalach, which literally means not profane. I don't know. Lo Ochalach. I will not eat to you. It doesn't translate at all. That's the honest truth. But um, it's understood that what he means is. Lo chulin machalcha alai, your food shall not be like chulin to me. Of course, if it's not like chulin, so that means it is like hektesh, it is like kachim, it is like a korban. So, lo chulin, your stuff is not chulin to me, meaning it's like a korban to me, and therefore, lo ochel mishalcha, I will not eat any of your stuff, from your stuff. Lo'ochalach, again, the lach throughout the whole Masechta is always understood as mishalach or mishalcha, from your stuff. So we say, if a person says, lo'chulen lo'ochalach, we understand what he means is, lo'chulen, your stuff is not chulen to me, meaning it's like a korban to me, and therefore, lo'ochalach, I will not eat from your stuff. That would be a binding neder. Or if a person says, lo'kasher, meaning he says, lo'kasher lo'ochalach, so again, your Lo kasher, your food is not kasher to me, and therefore lo ochalach, meaning I will not eat mishalcha from your stuff. Now the word kasher, of course, could mean like iser veheter, like you know, you know, like how we use it, use it nowadays, kosher, meaning like not kosher food versus kosher food. Um, but also it's in a word that's applicable to to a korban. So in a sense, lo kosher, we mean he's saying a commitment that's meant to be binding, some kind of hafla, verbal declaration that his food should be not kasher, which is like an opposite of an acceptable korban, and therefore it's forbidden to me, and therefore I want to eat your stuff. Or if he says, v'lo dechei, so dechei is the Aramaic for tahor, pure, and it's a, you know, it's a way you describe a korban. So again, he's saying like, lo dechei, lo ochalach, your food is not pure to me, it's like a, like as a korban would be, um, and therefore, it's not permitted for me to eat your stuff. And therefore, lo ochel mishlocha, I won't eat your stuff. Or if he says tahor, meaning he says lo tahor, your food is not tahor to me, and therefore, lo ochelach. Again, we understand that that could be a reference to korbanos, and therefore, it's a binding nether. Or if he says tamei, or nosar, or pigel, so in other words, he says machalcha um, alai tamei, your food is to me tamei, or machalchalai nosar, your food is to me nosar, or, or machalchalai pigel, your food is to me 
pigle. In all those cases, asur. All the cases, they are binding the darm because all of them could be referring to korbanos. Now, these last cases, um, tummy, nose, and pigle, that they're often brought together as a triumvirate of different invalidations of korbanos. Tummy means it was exposed to some kind of tuma source, invalidating the korban. Nosar is the korban after it's passed its prescribed time for eating or offering um, that the Torah gives it. There's a different times depending on the korban. And pigle is when a person um, does one of the four essential avodas of a of an of a korban. So that was the the zrika, excuse me, excuse me, the the shechita, the slaughtering the animal, the kabbalah, the receiving its blood, the holacha, the bringing the blood to the altar, and the zrika, the application of the blood. If in any of those four steps he has a mind that he's going to consume or offer the sacrifice um, outside of the prescribed time, so that's called pigle, outside the proper time, and the sacrifice becomes invalidated, and to eat it becomes like an esarkaris. So the point is, these terms, tame nosar pigle, are words you'd apply to a a, uh, a korban. So if a person says, your food is to me tame or nosar or pigle, so then that would all be binding in the same way to make it a binding nether. Again, all this because we assume he's trying to do something by saying he's by restricting the food, so we will employ that principle of stamadaram lachmir and assume he meant it to be to connect this to be as if it were Corbin, making it forbidden, his friend's food. Okay, now, we're going to have more examples of the same. So the question then becomes, why did it say Asr in the middle? Because we have more things. Ke'imra, ke'dirim, ke'etzim, ke'ishim. We'll have lots of other examples, all of which we're going to say are a problem. Similarly, I mean, they're, they're binding. It's l'chachmir, we're going to make the nether binding. So the question is, why did it say Asr now? And the reason is because we want to break up the mission into two categories. The first category we just said. The second category... Um, you'll see before each of the words, there's the prefix kaf, k, which means a comparison, like like or as. So it's not, in the previous case, you didn't have to say it's like tame, like nosar, like pigle. You could just say it is tame, nosar, pigle. But these ones, ke'imra, ke'dirim, ke'ishim, ke'etzim, I should say, ke'ishim, um, all these cases, you um, have to use that prefix k, or it won't be effective, at least according to Rabbi Huda, we'll see later in the Mishnah. So that's why we're breaking it up here. So if a person says, ke'imra lo'ochalach, your food is like imra. Imra is the Aramaic for a sheep. And therefore, I, and I will not therefore eat your stuff. Any ochal mishlecha. So um, what sheep we're talking about here, presumably we're talking about a sheep that's a sacrificial sheep. Again, it doesn't have to be a sacrificial sheep. It could be your food is like a sheep to me and therefore what? But again, we're staying stam Nadarm Lahachmir, we assume he means like the specific sheep that would be effective in declaring it, his food like that sheep, meaning a sacrificial sheep, and therefore a korban, and therefore it's effective. Um, or if he says kadirim, a dira is like a place where you keep stuff. Mon Hebrew is like an apartment, but it could be like a, a deer is like a, an animal pen. Um, in the base of Mikdash, there were certain um, like um, lishko, so you call them chambers, where they kept things, including uh, the the daily tamidin offerings, those sheep, as well as um, the wood for burning. So those are things which are considered to be devarim hanadurim. They're like voluntary things that become hektish, consecrated, because um, that they're purchased with the with money that's contributed. Um, so that being the case, it's like a voluntary. So the point is, if a person is kadirim, he means like the stuff in the dira, in the in the lishka sa'etzim or the lishka sa'tolaim, in the base of Mikdash, 
and therefore it's yes me effective because those things are like hatfasa to a thing which is asar as a davar hanador. Or if a person says keetim, your your food should be to me keetim like wood. Again, what kind of wood? We understand he means the wood that the two logs of wood they put on the mizbeach every morning. That wood, which again is a davar another, it's asar, and therefore if you do hatfasa equating someone's food to that, it becomes forbidden to you as if it were like quote unquote like a korban asar. Or keishim. An ishim uh, is like a offerings that go on the fire. Literally, it means like the fires. And in fact, there are those who learn about the fire itself. But if the case is, the mission you're saying, this is going to be effective. If you say your food is like ishim to me. Or kamizbeach, like the mizbeach, the, the altar itself, meaning that would be the, he'd be implying the offerings that go on the altar. Because the altar itself is not a dover another. No one consecrates the, uh, the altar, the mezbeach, but the korbanos go on it, and that's what he means, assume, it's, we're understanding he means. Or kehechel, same goes the hechel, the sanctuary. No, the hechel is like the, the there's like the ulam and the hechel, like the building on the base of English, where they have the, inside the hechel is the kodesh and kodesh kodashim, so there are certain korbanos that are brought there, and we have those in mind, presumably when he says kehechel. Or kirushalayim, the city of Jerusalem, and again, the assumption is he means the korbanos offered there. There are those learned means the walls of Jerusalem, but whatever. Um, um, if a per- if a person makes a nether um, to any of like the utensils that are served that serve the mizbeach, I mean that are used as part of the offering process. So um, you know, like he says, like uh, like a mazrek, the thing that splashes the blood, or the mazleg that turns over the things on the fire, or the mach to like the fire pans and so on. If he equates it to any of those things. So then, then in all these scenarios we said before, it's as if he effectively did hatfasa to a sacrificial animal itself, and therefore the netter is binding. Rebuta Omer, HaOmer Yerushalayim, if a person says Yerushalayim, as opposed to Ke Yerushalayim, so he said Yerushalayim Lo Ochalach, as opposed to, we said Ke Yerushalayim Lo Ochalach, so he says, so then, Lo Amar Klum, says Rabbi Huda, it's not a binding nether, nothing at all. Why? Because it sounds like he's saying, like, you know, he's, saying a, a, he's just saying it as a exclamatory, like, you know, by my life, I won't eat your stuff. So it's like, Yerushalayim, by Jerusalem, I won't eat it. But saying by Jerusalem, I won't eat it, is not anything. It's not a shvul, it's not a nether, it's not effective. So if a person in all this second list doesn't employ the kaf, so he doesn't say, he doesn't say ke'imra, ke'dirim, ke'etim, ke'ishim. He just says imra, dirim, etim, ishim. I won't eat your stuff. He says Rebuta, it's not binding because it sounds like he's trying to say like there's like like a declara- declaration that doesn't fit into any proper lucky box. So it's ineffective. Um, obviously, the um, implication is that while well, Rebuta holds without the cut, it's not binding. The Tanakhama would hold it is binding, um, and um, so that means if you say your food is. Yerushalayim to me, is Hechel to me, is Ishan to me, Mizbeach to me, and so on, that would, yes, be effective, according to Tanakama and the Halacha, as um, a binding neder, all because of this general principle, that's Tamadar Mlahachmir, if you sound like you're doing Katfasa, and if we can interpret it that way, then yes, it will be effective in making a restriction of effecting Isser on, in this case, your friend's stuff.